I don't need to be emotional, but still, when I think about the fact that he loves me, hallelujah, I still cry. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to be in the company of God's people and to know that he still loves me. Hallelujah. Sometimes we have got to just uh, give our all in worship to the Lord. Amen? Amen. I, I observe that some persons uh, still are a little bit uh, um, shy to dance in the presence of the Lord or to open their mouths. Amen. But when you think of the goodness of Jesus and what he has done, hallelujah. Sometimes we have got to shout a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister Morris, to give the Lord a praise. What kind of thank you, thank you, praise that? Ah. Sister Dobbs, give the Lord a praise in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God be praised. It's good to be in the presence of the Lord and to see my brothers and sisters and those who are visiting with us and those who normally are here and are here. We'll recognize you later on. But we're so happy to be in the house of the Lord today. And I want for you not to hold back anything. Amen. But give the Lord what belongs to him. Hallelujah. We value your time and I just want to remind us today that we are in a new month, a month when we are focused on a theme that really speaks of love. Love, the Christian lifestyle. And we have so much to say about love, so much to talk about love. After all, the world finds it absolutely difficult to love in a, in, in a time when so many things are happening to cause us to hate. Amen? But glory be to God. We are gathered this morning and I trust that as the word goes forth that we will sense um, the need to just walk with Christ in this setting. I believe that uh, this morning, as we come together, I'll read one verse of scripture from Colossians chapter 3, verse 14, and then afterwards we'll go through some additional um, passages. And above all these things, uh, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Um, one version says... And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Do you know that it is unnatural to love at all times, in all circumstances? It is unnatural. Um, if I ask you the question this morning, do you love your fellow Christians, your brother in this church? I'm going to hear a resounding yes, don't it? I'm going to hear yes, I love. Um, 
And perhaps you'll tell me I do so because the Lord has commanded us to love one another. Um, and we'll agree that very quickly that I do love the Lord's people. But then I would hasten to ask why oftentimes we are not speaking to each other. Why is there persons right now in this house, well, I don't know about right now in this house, but right, let's say right now in this congregation that really don't speak. Um, how do I put it now? Speak. Um, the word I'm looking for, because sometimes we speak too, but it is extremely guarded. It is only if we have to. Only if we have to. Um, and if I ask you why, then I'm sure you have a very good reason. We always have good reasons, don't it? A good reason why I don't really speak to that brother or speak to that sister because we might say there was a deal that they, this person ripped me off or we might say um, this person told a lie on me years ago they have asked forgiveness but you know I, I can't find it in me to deal with this person even though he's my brother why I ask the question there might be some of us well let me ask some further questions why are there hard feelings between you and a sister that sister over there over there why is there hard feelings um you mean that sister that loves to gossip or that type of interaction or do you know what she said behind my back could be a possible response as to why I really can't speak to this individual. Um, and we might even go further to say, the Lord really knows my heart. He knows my heart. He knows why I can't do it. And I've tried to be nice to her or to him, but there is a limit. There's a limit to which I can take some of these things. Well, you do have a point, but only to a point. We love the brethren, but not enough to work out our difference. Because... We might say we love humanity, but uh, it's people I can't stand, or some people that I can't stand. 
But when we come together in the body of Christ, and we are sensing that we have to take this out of the realm of just loving humanity. Have you ever thought about what it have been like to have been a part of the first century church when there, there were no other church to leave and go to? It was every town you went into, there was one church. It means that if you had a difference with a brother or a sister, you couldn't pack your bag and go to another church. We often find that in, in our 21st century denominational and various type of churches that we operate in, very often people will do you something and I disappear because I'll go to another place of worship. Or I might just decide to take with myself sort of thing and I now sit at the back. Not you, Sister Sharon. You're a backbench a long time. But you find yourself as soon as church over, I grab my bag and I head through the door because I don't want to pass Sister Olivine. Or I don't want to come in contact with somebody who are going to have to perhaps say hello to. And what COVID has also done is prevent me from shake Sister Elenda's hand or to hug her. So, you know, it has made things a little better to stay in our lane when we are hurt. Hallelujah. And so we often glamorize the early church and say all they knew how to live and how they need how, how to get along well. But remember, there was only one church they had to get to get on together or they would be out. So, brothers and sisters, I want for us to understand this morning that there is no way in these times that we can simply not deal with issues. What real love is about is recognizing that there are going to be differences. But love constrains us to work those through. It might be that you have to lift your voice and raise your voice and double back and say, I'm sorry and all that it will take, but ultimately, life of love means a life that is requiring you and I to work through our issues. Tell your neighbor, I must work through the issue. Hallelujah. I must work through the issue. We have put off the old man. I have put off, we have put off the old man with its immorality, with its anger and lying. We have put on the new man and Christ in us, the hope of glory. 
it is all about recognizing that we are no longer able to distinguish each other on the basis of how, where we grow up, what we do, and so on. Because we are all expected to come together. Because Christ has become our all in all. This new man, as those chosen of God, holy and beloved, we also must put on a heart of compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. We have to be bearing with each other and forgiving each other. These words of Paul comes after an exhortation he had with the Christians about the virtues of walking the Christian walk. At the end of the day, love is that which unites all the others into a complete whole. And we cannot escape. Hallelujah. I cannot escape. We cannot escape. So love is used in the word of God in many different contexts. You know, our benevolence, giving things, we use it as God loving us and God's love to us, our love for God, brotherly love among Christians, love in general, however, as Christian grace. And we could go on and on in terms of how we can pull out different aspects of the same word. But of this love, it is taught that without this all, our passions, our professions, our hopes are vain and worthless. It doesn't matter what I have accomplished in this local church. It doesn't matter how well I sing, how hard I work, how much I give in the face of the absence of love for my brother, for my sister. It fades away and it mounts to nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So no amount of following doctrine, no amount of protecting this local church. You know, sometimes we like to stand up and defend the church. And this must not happen and this should happen. But if that is not undergirded and underpinned by love, it amounts to nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We could even lay hands on the sick and see them recover. We could speak in tongues. We could, we could cast out demons. And love is absent. We become a tingling brass, an empty barrel. Because when all else fails, it's love that stands Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are being reminded during the course of this month that with all that we do, we have got to make sure that it is being done from a position of love. Hallelujah. 
So that this love is the fruit of faith must be understood. Because under no other circumstance, ah, Sister Warmington, could we end up being in a place where we could love so wholeheartedly unless it's done from a place of faith? For it is our faith in God, hallelujah, that will allow us to get to that place where we truly can see Brother Warmington, where he ought to be seen at a place where I can love him. Because presently, I might not be able to. But faith at work tells me that in Christ Jesus, I'm able to get to a place where I understand and will be able to love him. So faith is saying, faith is believing and operating now in the present as though the future has come to me in the present. So I've got to see Sister Elenda as a transformed child of God in the present, even though, hallelujah, I don't, she's not there as yet. But faith tells me that the Lord is working on her. And I'm going to love her now before she gets to perfection. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So I don't define brother Sister Elenda or Brother Warmington as I see in the present at times because we are all on the potter's wheel. Hallelujah. And God is working on me. And so when God loved us, it was while we were yet sinners. If God had waited until we were perfected, oh, none of us would have been here, for no one was found righteous. Hallelujah. And so having come into faith with Christ Jesus, we are expected to understand faith at work. Taking us and taking us in a journey of love. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. That word belongs to somebody this morning. For the present situation, not nice. Hallelujah. Have been lied on. I could tell you all kinds of things. But oh, hallelujah. I'm understanding this morning that having been chosen by the Lord, having been a part of this family of God, God is working on us. And he's not through with me yet. Is he through with you yet? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this love is the fruit of faith it cannot exist without it and faith without it is dead so gotta work on going forward can somebody praise the lord it is the bond of perfectness it unites the christian virtues but more importantly it unites us oh hallelujah hallelujah we used to sing a little song. The beauty of Jesus be seen in me. All these what? Wondrous compassion and purity. Ah, hallelujah. 
For it is not ritualism. It is not just going to happen. But we've got to work through the issues. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, work through the issue, man. Work through it. Work through it. It's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to flex your muscle. It's an opportunity to move forward. It's an opportunity. Every, every divisive act or everything that happens out of the natural. It's an opportunity to show Christ at work in us. The hope of glory. It is to exercise all the growth and to cause us to understand that I'm changing. For last year, if a lender said that, hallelujah, probably it's a rock. But now, hallelujah, ah, now she turns the other cheek. Practical love shown in peaceful relationships must be our priority in the body of Christ. Everybody say practical. Are you in heaven yet? Oh, I'm not either. So things are going to go wrong. Sometimes it's, the per it's, a, it's an imperfect world that we are living in. And so we got to work some things out. Because sometimes we're going to do things not intentionally even. Even not intentional. And there are other times it might be even intentional. But then when with Holy Spirit at work in all of us, who at some time or the other doesn't cause offense? We all do at some time or the other. So, Paul says in another way, practical love must be the priority in the body of Christ. Everybody say that practical love is a priority in the body of Christ. I can talk about it. I can preach about it. But it must be in action. Hallelujah. It takes us down the road where we've got to do some things. Where we've got to change some things. Where we've got to say some things. Beyond all these things, put on love which is the perfect bond of unity. So I want to talk about four things uh, and then perhaps wrap uh, that encapsulates uh, this practical love. Number one, Paul's command would not be needed if uh, it was automatic. Paul's command to love in this regard would not be needed if it just happened when we come to faith in Christ Jesus. It's not automatic. Amen. It is not effortless. It will not be achieved if we don't put in effort Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Sometimes uh, we idealize church. And we believe, uh, thinking that uh, it is all one big loving family. But it is not so. 
where there are no conflicts or hurt feelings I would love to go to that church but it don't exist at all amen it doesn't exist everyone just gets along and you can feel the love the minute you walk through the door that's what we would all hope and sometimes you're going to feel some things yes but this type of love practical love and the priority that we must give to it it is not automatic hallelujah it is a result of deliberate intentional effort to work through disagreements and hurt feelings it will not be automatic but we have got to put some work in it takes some effort hallelujah and you know what i'm talking about do you know why you're talking to some people today is because you put effort in if you were to follow them up and follow them up and take on every word they say you would be like a hermit living all by yourself but thanks be to god for the grace of god and the enabling power of the holy spirit that comes inside the believer we have the power to change a situation we have the power to work through some situation hallelujah we have the energy and we are able to put in the work to deal with some situations that are untenable and I charge us this morning as believers, let us work at loving each other. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit is showing us some situations right now. Hallelujah. Sometimes, uh, Sister Jean, the worst hurts come when you have a death in your family. Hallelujah. People just say some things. And it just rub you to the core hallelujah people just say some things and it just have you going it just rub you hallelujah and if you're not careful you have that festering before you know it root of bitterness go down but all oh, the holy spirit is calling 25 nugent street to another level where love is a priority where brotherly love is priority where we understand that these issues come with an opportunity to show of that the fact that god's presence resides inside of us hallelujah and so we work through it everybody say i'm gonna work through it I'm going to work through it. I'm going to work through it. It is not automatic. I don't just go in. I just don't come into the house of the Lord. And everything just runs smoothly. Oh, it's going to take effort on our part. But the good thing is that God is guiding the process. Hallelujah. Yes, Sister Cornwall, stand in confirmation. It's a result of deliberate effort to work through disagreements. Tell your neighbor, work through it. I'm on my way to glory land. 
Work through it. Work through it. It's a command to work through it. For we're going to heaven. Hey. I don't come to church to stay down here. I don't come to church to play pretty. I come because I'm on my way to glory land. I command you to work through it. Work through it. My preaching must not be in vain. I'm not preaching to hypocrites and backbiters. I'm preaching to people who have been touched by the blood of Jesus. Hey, work through it. You have the strength of the Holy Spirit to help you. Hallelujah. I don't hope to bury no hypocrite. I don't hope to bury somebody. For when I get to the gates of heaven, I must not be looking for you. Work through it. Hey. 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 We're not an automatic pilot. Issues gonna come, but work through it. Disagreement's gonna come, but work through it. Hey, 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 hey. How dare us come and sit down pretty? Hallelujah. Hey! Hey, oh Jesus, help us this morning. We have to because we are on our way to heaven. Hallelujah. We never just baptize in water to show that we could baptize. We baptize ah, to be a part of the family of God. Oh, and we have got to work through it. Hey, oh glory to God. For love is not optional. Or it's not a minor command to the believer. It is essential. It wraps us together. It binds us together. It's not automatic. And it is not optional. We're not going to make it. If the love is absent. Can't make it. It's not optional. It's not automatic. There are some. At least 55 different. Direct commands. Not in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament. Telling us to love one another. Plus, there are many other exhortations to practice loving qualities. Hallelujah. So, let me just run through quickly. Matthew 5, 44, love your enemies. Matthew 22, 39, 
after stating that the greatest commandment is to love God with your entire being, Jesus added, the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. John 13, 34, 35. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another even as I have loved you that you also love another. By this all men shall know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another john 15 12 17 this is my commandment that you love one another just as i have loved you romans 13 8 10 oh nothing to anyone Oh, nothing to anyone except to love one another for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Oh, there are too many. I don't have time. Philippians 1.9 And this I say that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and discernment. And it goes on. Thirdly, however... To obey the command to love one another, we must understand what biblical love is all about. What does it mean? If you think that it's a warm and fuzzy feeling, like when you fell in love with the lady in red down there, and you had butterflies flying all over, and you can't sleep and you can't eat. I don't know when what you would have had to lose, but couldn't eat and those type of things. Biblical love is not fuzzy and warm. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Or it doesn't mean always being nice. Because you're missing the heart of biblical love if you feel that it's always nice. If it involves the emotions, but it isn't primarily feelings. Some, if it were, it couldn't be commanded. I can't command you to feel happy. Can I know? Can I just come in here and say, Sister Elena, feel joyful, feel happy. And then I come over here and say, feel sad. Oh, hallelujah. It's not a feeling. It transcends the feeling. I can't command you to feel sad. I can't, but I can command you to love. And so it takes us out of the realms of the feelings to something that we do that becomes practical hallelujah if it were hallelujah you can't work up any of those things and sometimes jesus in in looking at him who loves his disciples hallelujah one time he said to peter get behind me satan get behind me satan Probably that wasn't a very nice way of speaking to Peter. He blasted the Pharisees as hypocrites and broods of vipers. 
He deliberately provoked them by healing people on the Sabbath. He could have chosen some time to do it. But he had to provoke them. Hallelujah. And when he could have been nice and waited for another day. Ah, but it is not about the feelings. And so a definition which is derived from several texts really is love is self-sacrificing. And I think his brother Joe I've heard come closest. Love is self-sacrificing. It is caring commitment which shows itself in seeking the highest good of the one you love. The highest good. And one of the highest good is to promote, promote someone to the place where they love the Lord and bring glory to his name. The highest good. The highest good. It is self-sacrificing. You have to go to your way sometimes. What Jesus did, he left his home in glory, put on flesh. He had to go out of his way. It's a caring commitment. The core of love is not emotion, but commitment. I am committed to loving you, Sister Elenda. I don't care what you do. And that might mean I might have to be rough sometimes. Hallelujah. Because I care about the highest good for you. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, where that time has gone. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Mm. Love is self-sacrificing. Love is caring commitment. Which shows itself in seeking the highest good of the one it's directed towards. I think we have to stop there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We could, be, we could break that down and, and dismantle it and go at it all over again. Because the core of love is not emotion. It's there. It's good when the emotion can come alongside and, and, and complement but it takes commitment. It is not a commitment to make the other person immediately feel happy either. No. It might not. But rather to seek the person's highest good. Are we seeking after each highest good? If that's the case, I can't see Sister Webley going down if I saw a car about to get out of control and Sister Webley is in the way, what would I do to save her? What would I do? 
Could I drag her out of the way if I can? What would I do? I want to spare her life. Do I care afterwards? If in attempting to do that, she quarreled with me? And so how did I end up making my foot break? I was about the highest good, saving her life. Saving her life. So Jesus said, it is better to go into heaven with one eye. To go in with a foot or one hand than to go to hell with everything. Bow your heads with me. Oh, Jesus. We need your help. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Love sometimes confronts. Oh Lord, here we are in your presence, bowing ourselves for you.